this post or whatever you want to call this episode is was you know focus on stress in relation to spiritual awakenings and you know whatnot people just becoming more consciously aware of their life and their own individual power within their lives and then I just started thinking like what is exacerbating the stress level within us as individuals you know especially in conjunction with going through spiritual awakenings and it's like social media popped right in my head it's just it's like the devil (laughs) when you think about the mind and processing and stress and it's just with awakenings we all understand that you become more conscious to things so a lot of things that have been repressed or suppressed or oppressed within you start coming to the surface and so things that you were like dealing with that you probably weren't even aware of like you know you just carrying this silent that's why I say silent killer because you a lot of times don't even realize you know your job day to day being a mother being a father being a provider being whatever it is you kind of just suck it up and just been deal with it like that's how our ancestors that's how they deal with stuff they just push it down and did what they had to do but you know a lot of us now are waking up to a lot of the sacrifices emotional you know and mental sacrifices we've made and they're kind of at a point where they're like no I'm not going to just subject myself to this job that I hate or subject myself to this relationship that's no longer um that are it's it's just not reciprocal and I'm realizing that now it's no give and take it's just me give 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 or these friendships or these relationships that are you know not beneficial in a, a even way you know what I'm saying like so we always we understand that, that that new level of consciousness but what happens is because to me there's always oppressive energy and I'm and I've been talking about this a lot you have to think about the energy the enemy like that system has been set up within our our mind and our con- collective consciousness so deeply ingrained that even when they're not working it's working still you know what I'm saying it just works for them like they don't have to lift a finger because it's so embedded in us and so this social media like perpetuates the stress because oh they they're wakening up to all this divine knowledge these downloads this newfound self-worth this newfound empowerment okay well let's fill them up with a bunch of bullshit too let's let's fill them up because now everyone has a platform to to release their healing you have to think about how ugly the healing can be like the 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 dark aspect of it the dark night of the soul if you want to call it that i don't subscribe to a lot of labels and stuff but you know how ugly healing can be how you can lose your mind in the process of finding it you know what i'm saying all the crazy stuff you've you've thought like you if you just really think about the things that can go on in your mind it can give you a glimpse into how ugly and crazy it can get and so what I'm saying is when you give everyone a platform to share that experience, then now you're not only going through your fighting your own demons, but you're like absorbing everybody else's along with it. And I feel like that is a big reason why 
getting to the other side of the healing journey is becoming so hard for us, especially within the black community, because we are the highest of targets. We are the focus and we are the targets. And that's because people really don't want to help us, but they do want to capitalize off of us. They do want to exploit us because there's a lot of money within us. We are very emotionally driven species and creatures, well, spirits, souls, individuals. So a lot of times uh, there's there's propaganda and um, just media that is purposely put into our view to, to spark emotions, to fuel, especially when it comes to race-related race related emotions. Like, the racial charge is high, like, in everything. Everything you look at, it comes back to race. Like, TV shows, um, and, that, and that's specifically for a reason. And that's because black people would get very riled up when it comes to race, and for a good reason. But what that does is, to me, perpetuates consumerism, which fuels capitalism. You know what I'm saying? Like, when we feel, because we haven't had a lot of healing intervention and, you know, therapy in our history, you know, as a a people, we cope in ways that people may consider toxic or unhealthy or whatever and I'm not here to judge us because we adapted the way best way we knew how and and there's a lot of good to us I'm not putting a shadow over our community and our people like everybody else in this society is but what I'm saying is they understand this you have to realize there's people who literally spend their whole life who are not black who study black people because not to help them but to figure out ways to continue to keep them suppressed or oppressed Specifically, that's all they do. How can we keep them unhealthy? How can we keep them depressed? How can we keep them um, stuck? The system set up that way, so they understand that when we're when we're emotionally charged and we're stuck between a rock and a hard place within our emotions, um, our first resort is to fill our voids and our and you know eat our emotions, party our emotions away, like like um distract from our emotions and all those things are typically um worldly things like that we have to buy like you know what i'm saying so it just fuels like that's what i'm saying fuels that consumerism because we just buying 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 doing 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 spending our money putting our money into the government and it's generally not back into our own communities you know like not black owned businesses and and whatnot but we are waking up to this and so they're aware that we are waking up to a lot of people are being more conscious with their dollar and understanding the power of it and how it's been manipulated and used so much for so long that we're becoming more cautious and conscious with how we spend it so they're putting so much trash into our viewpoint into our consciousness to combat a lot of it and it just makes us get to the point where we're so mentally um, overstimulated that we kind of regress in our healing or we regress in, in just trying to become better. And like this goes back to bring it back around to what I'm always saying is with this oppressive energy, this negative energy, this world to me, it didn't always start this way. But Earth to me now is more grounded within a lot of negative energy. 
So when you choose a righteous path, when you choose to be light, when you are innately light, born this way, you're constantly being faced with obstacles, adversities, um, um, obstacles, adversities, this negative energy, this the resistance, the oppressive energy is always trying to just, you know, bring you down. I don't know if you've ever noticed, but like every time, like Tabitha Brown says, you know, new levels, new devils. It always seems like sometimes when something good happens or when you get this revelation or when you get this breakthrough, something bad happens like right after that. Like, or uh, another way, like to put it, when you choose a positive action, something, temptation is right around the corner. It's like that negative energy wants to pull you down. It wants to build its army. It wants to. It wants you to join forces with it. It wants you to just throw his hand, your hands up, and just say, you know, if it. it's easy to just be in the dark than in the light. And that's kind of what's happening, like when it comes to the healing, like all these overstimulating um, stimuli that's being basically jabbed into us physically and and spiritually or how can I say physically and metaphysically it's just kind of like being shoved down our throats it kind of makes you just end up just saying like if it like I just it's just easier to just you know barely make it and just go along and get back to where I was barely surviving you know in my cruise control or as people say autopilot and you know, kind of in this assembly line of people and just going with the flow. But the flow is always not for you. The flow is sometimes prescribed to you, infiltrated into you. And so it's just it's just a lot to think about. And just kind of like, like I tell, you know, I was talking to people and just like learning how to compartmentalize do what you can and surrender the rest because overall worrying is worse than saying you know I can't worry about this right now this is what I can do and this is what I can't do because worrying literally debilitates you literally keeps you stagnant so it literally really is not helping you at all so you might as well just say you know what there's no sense in stressing over this I can't do anything about this right now, but what I can do, I can do something about this. So focus on what you can control and leave the rest to God or however you deal with it. But to me, God and, you know, Jesus is still my ground and my, you know, my level of stability within my spirituality. And But I, there's all different ways, you know, you can ground yourself and there's no religion or, you know, to me that's superior than than the other it's all about humanity and about grounding us and keeping us in a space of decency and and you know love and light and but not in a sense where you're neglecting reality and and ignoring darkness you know what i'm saying because that's where they try to get you they try to make you feel like oh it's love and light it's oh turn the other cheek yada 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 nah nigga these this 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 new spirituality is way more conscious and you can't fool us with that bullshit no more sorry for my french but it's just it's just real it's real don't think because i'm choosing positivity i'm choosing happiness i'm choosing a righteous life i'm choosing 
um, these aspects of myself that it means I don't see and I will not call out the darkness because that's false and you don't want to try and see every peaceful person has a beast we're choosing to not let it out all the time that's that's a choice baby but anyway i'm finna go into work as always keep god first peace love light and healing energies be open to receiving them i love you guys peace out god whispered to me be strong stay focused the enemy is really trying all of his tricks and pulling all of them out of the bag to keep us distracted, to keep us oppressed, to keep us stressed. Ultimately to lose sight of the knowledge that we're just acquiring the divinity, the downloads, the information, filling us with a lot of BS. We have to be aware and understand how, I don't know what I want to call it yet, but mm, just universal energy, you know, on this planet, just how it works. Like I always say, like, when that darkness comes, it's just, I mean, I'm sorry, when the light comes, that darkness is just like right around the corner, just creeping, just waiting and I'm not talking about the, the good darkness in, in the aspect of duality, you know, because I don't even label the shadow as something bad. But, I mean, literally, darkness in the idea of the devil, the oppressive energy, the negative energy, the dense energies that are around us. And that seem so heavy when we're in times of or moments of elevation, revelation, ascension, transformation, just new levels. But stay strong and stay focused is something that's just continuously like rippling and repeating in my head. In the focus, emphasis on the focus, because that's something that I've been hearing since 2020, to be honest with you. Focus and grace have been my words since the pandemic hit. So I know there's a lot of significance and importance behind it. Um, I did lose sight of focus because it's like I said, our mind is so powerful. It has, it's like an ocean or sea of thoughts. And I'm trying to think of an analogy to compare it to, but it's like there's many fish in the sea. But you don't have to catch all of them. You don't have to take all of the ones that wash up on the shore to your home. For one, in that aspect, that's, that's just being greedy. But in the aspect of the mind, then you're allowing that pressure, all those thoughts to control you and have power over you. I always say one of my biggest philosophies is you got to get in the driver's seat of your life. 
once you get out of that cruise control mindset, that that deep-seated subconscious programming and conditioning, and you're now becoming more consciously aware, um, slowly but surely, it is going to be a trial and error. There is going to be a learning curve. There are going to be moments where you fall off the uh, bandwagon or you sink in that rabbit hole of deep reflection to the point of over-analyzing everything and over-obsessing and over-stimulating. And it could exacerbate anxiety, depression. It can catastrophize, you know, circumstances. You can get stuck in your thoughts, emotions, and feelings. And they could distort your reality if you don't pray for the spirit of discernment. But all of it still is in turn to reprogram and solidify a foundation in the things that really matter. Another one, that's what it was. Keep your eye on the prize. So along with focus, um, sorry, I'm running the blank because I try to keep with spirit and speak what it comes to my mind. But the devil do be kind of like trying to come in and take my thoughts Take the words out of my mouth. Take the word out of my mouth. But, yeah, keep your eye on the prize is another one. That's what that's what just rung to me this morning on the royal throne. <laughs> but, yeah, keep your eye on the prize. Stay focused on the things that really matter for you, for the betterment of you. Stay focused on your self-worth. Stay focused on knowing who you are and having a, a standard. Just like Dick Gregory said, I love this because it's like so much so because we feel like we're limited in what we can achieve. Because we feel like, you know, there's a lot of fear in it when it comes to black leadership and activism and you know, there's a lot of fear around what could happen to us. And so there's a lot of fear along the lines of what we're capable of. And when I think about what Dick Gregory said, it came to me. Now I had to re-listen to the whole thing. But that's right, the devil ain't going to win today. I'll rebuke you in the name of Jesus. <laughs> but no, seriously. So he was talking about... Basically, instead of asking for, so, you know, at one point it was 50 cents on a dollar for, you know, whatever the white man gave us for our labor, you know, then it became 64 cents. I'm paraphrasing. It's not word for word. But he's saying instead of asking for more money on a dollar, no, it's either going to be full change for a dollar or you can basically shut up shop shut down shop like I'm not like you you're not getting work out of me and that's part of that understanding of our worth and our power we fail to realize how much economic power we bring to the civilization to the capitalism of America like first for, for one slave labor built America so let's just keep it there and this foundation is still being prevalent within us in our community our power so it's like instead of just saying oh we want more we want more for you know justice and all this stuff no we want what's equal what's right 
and was just the whole idea of us having to work harder or three times harder than our white counterparts is part of the injustice that we need to fight because it shouldn't be something we have to pass down to our children that they don't feel like they they cannot be recognized or um it's what I'm looking for but basically recognized and appreciated or rewarded for their level of intelligence contribution and they're slighted all the time for people who are less qualified um less experienced or whatever based on the color of their skin how they look how they talk their um background whatever these these factors that in they in no way shape or form affect their quality of performance so just kind of like putting a stance boycotting a system that is not set up for us anyway and that is rightfully ours like I saw a video the other day about saying just basically how black people we're really not mad enough, like like and 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 really the white man or whatever you want to say or the oppressor because at this point it's not just white people but you know it did start with them, but they like have the audacity how 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 do you even have the audacity to keep complaining about us fighting for what we're fighting for and we ain't even like we ain't really even like gave you like showed you nothing like to be honest with you we really have the right to be way more upset than what we do and we still come with a civilized demeanor but yet we're still labeled as being uncivilized it's so funny to me because people always want to say you playing a race card and it happened so long ago and you want reparations what what does that look like how you gonna ask for this and that but the thing is, it would be no question if this was another race asking for these things. People always want to downplay and gaslight. The real energies that we get possessed with as these vessels in, in, in low states comes from the energy of this world. It comes from that oppressive energy that just settled here, on that grounded into this land. Because that narcissistic energy is something that, that's innately in that oppressive energy that gaslighting like that deflecting all the time lack of accountability that energy is um innate to the energy on this this world based on all of the heinous acts of violence and control and power that's resonated here for so many uh, like centuries without any acknowledgement real acknowledgement you know and direction towards change and resolve. And going back to something else I wanted to brush up on, um, when I spoke about a lot of the things that we go through in spiritual awakening, you know, I kind of I mentioned like depression, anxiety, um, and praying for that spirit of discernment. Also understand that the same way that oppressive energy comes when we're in highest points, it also comes when we're in struggling um, times of our lives because that's when we're at the weakest point of ourselves and that's a vulnerability as well. So just like the hater energy wants to bring you down when you're doing good, it also wants to sit with you when you're doing bad because the more you ruminate in that energy, the more you get stuck there. So it's either like the way the devil looking at it is like, 
either beat them and make them join me or beat them and just make them be so stuck that they can't do anything for the good of humanity or themselves anyway. So it's like a win-win situation. So when you start to realize who benefits from me doing nothing and wallowing in self-pity, then something in you should trigger and keep you going and keep you pushing. I'm not saying it doesn't get hard. Yes, I struggle myself with hope, with faith, with these things. But I always come back and my faith is always reinforced because it's like I made it through and God is constantly telling me, I equipped you to withstand the battle that you're facing. Yes, more we as light workers, as healers, as teachers, whatever, people who bring light into this world, love and light, we do need to have more transparent dialogue about how we do sometimes feel frustrated for being quote unquote God's strongest soldiers <laughs> because we do kind of feel like we get a lot of lessons, we get a lot of negative energy because when you're surrounded in darkness and you carry that torch of light, it is a resistance you're constantly having to go through. It is a battle you're constantly having to fight. But you have to shift the narrative too and understand that you don't have to subject yourself to a life of struggle. And it's all about the perspective and the way you look at it. And the more and more you realize this is just part of the package and this is something everyone goes through and not take it so personal. I feel like that is a big aspect of what helps, you know, help you get through it and kind of just say, as Iyana Van Zandt says, so what now what? You know, this, this is life. It's going to have some unfairness. It's going to have its ups and downs. It's going to be, it's going to piss you off sometimes. The more and more you get content or... The more and more you just get authentic with your emotions and how you react to your human experience, to me, the more and more you'll be able to cope with it in a healthy way. Because a lot of times we want to kind of ignore our feelings or brush them off or feel like we got to be peaceful 100% of the time, 24-7, because we're quote-unquote spiritual, which now I hate that label. <laughs> it's funny how... I swear social media can just kill the the genuine meaning out of something so quickly. It could really, like, trends kill. <laughs> like, they deflate all essence out of something that can mean so much. But anyway, but yeah, now I'm just rambling. So, as always, y'all, keep God first. Peace, love, light, and healing energies. Be open to receiving them. I love you guys. Peace out. P.S. I sound like this because it's early in the morning, and this was an early morning reflection. Which are the best ones, unless you've been up for the past three hours because you couldn't sleep because God was telling you, hey, you need to get this off your chest. You need to speak it out. And that's another little tip. If you're ever having, like, issues, I would suggest diarying, you know, writing something in your diary, writing something in your notes on your phone, or doing some type of, you know, recording. It doesn't have to be something on a, how can I say, such a public platform, but you can actually keep recordings to yourself, but you need to release the energy because that is part of the healing process. You need to transmute and release the energy. 
to transform. But yeah, guys, that's it. As always, peace out. So I was in class today, you know, seven of class, and I don't know what triggered this thought, but so I know I know everyone's heard like maybe someone tell them God will catch you when you fall. Or just that whole concept of, you know, there's someone there to catch you when you fall. Or getting back up when you fall. I also heard, clear as day, you know, God's going to also catch you when someone's trying to trip you. I'm going to say that again so, you know, you can really grasp it. God will catch you when people are out here trying to trip you. Sometimes it's not about falling. A lot of times we're fearful and we stress and we worry about failure. For one, we need to move back into faith and less out of fear. It automatically takes fear away and grounds us when we have more faith in a higher power and know that the plan is already written and what's for you won't miss you. But we do know that the enemies out there, the devil, you know, that people do get used, you know what I'm saying, like, they vessel, we all vessels, spirits possess people, the energy, the oppressive energy uh, possesses people and, and uses them, the same way God uses to spread the word is the same way that negative, the, the enemy, or aka the devil, uses us to disempower people, or bring people down, you know, when they, especially when they're already down, they're already, their system has already been breached, they're already vulnerable because they have hate in their heart, because they have jealousy, envy in their heart. They have competition in their heart, comparison, all these lower uh, dense energies that make them easy, easy targets. So sometimes you got people who out there. And the thing is, like I said, the more light you are, a lot of times that darkness is right around the corner from just following, following. So when you're trying to do your thing, you you know, you're doing what you're supposed to. There are going to be people out there who just can't stand that you're so happy. Just can't stand that you're doing good. Just can't stand that you're a positive person. Just can't stand that you follow rules or whatever it is. Just can't stand that you got a new pair of shoes or you got this or that. You know, just wanting to be in your shoes and don't know what your feet look like. Just one in your life and don't know what it took to get there. And so they do little slick, petty, conniving, sneaky, all these types of things, little things to you, sabotage you. You know, it could be that it could be just um, an employee who hate on you. So they said, oh, I saw them. They didn't clock out or they did this. You know, I mean, nobody's perfect. And the thing is, everybody has skeletons in their closet. But, you know, you got that person who wants to bring you down. Oh, you got employee of the month last month, and they've been working that long, and they don't understand how you got this. So let me let me put some salt in their in they game. You know what I mean? So, but just understand, even still, light outweighs dark. Even still, if you have enough faith and you are, are very aware of your power, no matter... It's, it's knowing that no obstacles can really get in your way. The obstacles are almost an illusion. Just like fear is an illusion, those obstacles, people never tell you, but guess what? You can go around them. You can go under them. You can go over them. 
Like I told myself before, you can't go through it. You got to go over it. You got to go under it. You got to go around it. There's always a, a loophole. There's always a gateway that God will open for you. If he has somewhere for you to be, he will make a way for you to get there. Yes, there's free will on this earth, but there's also a plan. His plan trumps anybody else's plan for you. You just have to have faith in it. And because that faith, what it does, faith heightens your vision. It heightens your hearing. It heightens your connection with God. So when your connection with God is heightened, you hear him tell you, hey, you can't go through that way. You got to go this way. Hey, they finna put this up right here, so you gotta go over. Hey, somebody, it's a hole right there. You can't go right there. You gotta jump over that one. But you see what I'm saying? But if you're not listening, then you can't figure out when uh, how to avoid somebody trying to trip you up. But guess what? Even if you do trip, just like if you fall, somebody's still, he's still right there. He's still right there to catch you. So it's like, the way I empower myself, and I know I'm firm in this foundation, nothing can stop me. Like, like that's how you have to look at it. There, you may trip, you may fall, you may bump yourself, you may bruise yourself, but you're not dead. As long as you're still breathing, you have options. I heard this from the hood healer. As long as you have breath, you have options. And that it makes more sense now when I put it that, you know, that phrase with this analogy you know what i'm saying it's like as long as you're breathing you still got the opportunity to move so you wake up every day you wake up god is saying he's not done with you yet he woke you up an, uh, another day you let he, he let you live another day to work another day to get towards your goals and get towards what he has set out for you to do we all have worth value purpose and none is greater than the other. So just keep remembering that. When times is getting hard, just keep going. Like Dory says, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. You got to do it. There's messages everywhere. There's a deeper meaning behind everything. And even when, you know, that skepticism comes up and that cynicism comes up and you just like have no hope in the world and no faith in the world, that's what... When you when that will start coming up, release your expectations of the world. It ain't about it's not the world you have to have faith in. It's God. You don't have to yes, the world would worry. The world is gonna worry every man, but you don't put your faith in man or the world. You put your faith in God. At the end of the day. Everything on this earth is God. So that's what I'm saying. You have to realize what trumps what. And who. You on the good team. You on the advantage. You got to remember that. Your team is, is sealed. Reinforced. Ironclad. Everything. So keep that in mind. But as always. Keep God first. Peace, love, light, and healing energies. Be open to receiving them. I love you guys. Peace out. As the world is shifting and we're coming out of the power and control, 
laying in the hands of people who are evil, absent of God consciousness, or maybe not absent of it, but aware of it, but consciously choosing to eliminate and distance the 85 percenters away from him for their own personal gain, for a spiritual dependency from that 85% to worship them as God or to depend on them as God and to be slaves to them as God in, in some form or fashion. Because when you're addicted to consumerism, material things, a slave to this world, then they're winning. God is not winning because God is not those things. There is free will on this earth and that plays out with some people using their power for not the elevation or healing or teaching of God for the betterment of humanity but for the opposite, those who have gotten the word downloaded into them and instead of using it, or those who have stolen the word, stolen the knowledge that we as indigenous people were the first to master, the first to have our hands on our ancestors, not just the ones who were enslaved, but the ones who were the originators, the Moors who you can find who explored the entire world, who were the pioneers, who were the first people in many areas of this world. The people who actually brought civilization, but are always being considered uncivilized and this and that. And I can go on and on about that, but th that's not what this is about. It's just about God choosing. We're all chosen. But the ones who have answered the call and have silenced a lot and who have really sat with themselves and understood and listened to God's word as he enlightened them with knowledge and opened their hearts to realize this knowledge is not to use to manipulate, exploit, or take advantage of the 85%, but to heal and free. Free is the main one. Free this 85% that is an autopilot cruise control, sleep, however you want to call it, still stuck in the programming of the mind. This area of the mind that holds a chokehold over us, like a noose constantly just choking us and choking us and choking us. And, you know, until, so it's like the master got us hanging by a thread 
but then you put the little stool under our feet sometimes when we say we abide and do what they ask us. So, you know, that gives us a little breath of fresh air. They're our Savior now. It's them. Or with the minute they want to, they want to make us realize who in charge. Let me pull this stool from under you. You're choking again. You know what I'm saying? But everybody has something that was ringing in the ear from, from birth, I feel. For me, it's always been the mind because it's like the mind is the biggest jungle maze matrix roadblock there is in my opinion like that's truly how I feel and the mind the black mind especially is riddled with so much conditioning and programming that's why it's so hard for us to heal and get that in a sense, kundalini healing, because guess what? You have to get through. We can barely make it through the first chakra. That ancestral and inner child healing that that sits within that root is so scary. It's so hard. It's so complex that most people lose their minds trying to get through that. But my thing is, what what I've, well, I'm not going to give out my juice because there are people who literally listen and study and watch just so they can learn it and figure out a way how to prevent the inevitable, which is, it's a new, it's, it, baby, it's going to be a new age. And we're going to free our people, we're going to help our people. But my calling is to f- continue to work on my craft and establish a very effective way to heal the mind, get through the mind so that you can get closer to your calling, so you can hear God's call to you, so you can get out of your head and more into your spirit, in your soul, in your heart, in your purpose. Because when you are in those energies, you are grounded. You're not losing your mind. You're not overstimulating, overthinking, overanalyzing. You're more in faith. You're more in your spirit. Your 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 vibration is high. You're elevating. You're ascending. You you just doing what makes you genuinely happy. You're more present. And in the same way that I'm thinking about this, it automatically made me start thinking about, uh, I don't want to get her name wrong, but if I, I'm sorry if I do. It's, I think it's Dr. Hadia Green. Um, she's the first black woman or person in general to find a nanotechnology that actually eliminates tumors within a 15-day process over the course of 15 days of just 10 minutes a day with little to no or little no like no known effects like no chemo no radiation um, no surgeries so but the thing what I'm saying is 
I said it to say God gave her that information. She, now, don't get her twisting it. Like she said, it's black magic, divine intervention, but also her three degrees in physics, I believe it was. So it's like, don't get it twisted. She did the work. But we are chosen. She woke up and chose to take on the job. She answered the call. Because it's easy to keep coping and pushing that call down. Because I'm not going to lie. It's a lot you have to go through. It's a lot of initiations you have to go through to sometimes answer God's call for you. But she prayed. She downloaded that information. She got to that God consciousness on her own. And she was chosen because God has put this knowledge in probably several people's hands. Or he probably had this information. You got to remember, God consciousness is the ocean. We all have access to it. But it takes the right person to be able to listen and be obedient to God. To be a servant to the Lord, but not to this world. See, when you're a servant to the Lord, you don't have to worry about money because money is going to come to you because God is the highest. Trying to be obedient to the world, you you a slave to it because the world is not going to give you money like the way God will give you the energy and all the things you need to be successful and to do his mission in, in the plan. You know what I'm saying? So this information was given to her. She took it back to the lab. She put it to to work, and it worked. Of course it did. Come on now. Same thing with me. When I first started to awaken, I just got downloads after downloads after downloads about the mind, psychology, all these things, writing. These are, this is why you have so many black people who are good with words, who are articulate, who are creative, lyricists, all these poets, all these spoken word um, artists, because he's giving us the word and we're using our creative spirit to translate it into words that humans can understand. Because that's the thing. Sometimes God consciousness is ahead of us even knowing. Like we may get the download and we can just write it out or speak it out and we don't even fully understand what we're even saying until later it slowly unfolds more and more and more. We get a more deeper and deeper and deeper understanding, overstanding. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying all this to say, like, you have a purpose. You just have to realize. You have to, at this point, you have to pick a side. What team are you choosing to be on? Are you choosing to have faith in God and realize that it's going to change and it's going to be a shift? Or you want to kind of stay on the bandwagon with the people who are going to ride the wagon because they're capitalizing off of it right now from people. There are a lot of people who are fakes and phonies who do have access or who are tapping into the word, but they're not using it with integrity. 
You get what I'm saying? Like there are a lot of aesthetic spiritual people who understand that black people are awakening and shifting more into spiritual aspects of society. And when I say spiritual, it's a very um, broad term now. But I'm specific. I'm speaking specifically about just you know the whole aspect of healing, being more conscious to God, being more into your purpose, being more into um, being the best version of yourself. That those aspects of spirituality. So a lot of black people are waking up to their worth, you know, and and just trying to become whole again, trying to become or or recognizing that they already have always been whole. It's just that they've only been gain given access to a small piece through vigorous heinous centuries of programming conditioning to keep them stuck in this cage being lied to like it was locked when the whole time it was open and it was they was been free to get out but after a while psychologically you've you've been threatened so much you've been instilled with so much fear that it debilitates you and and these this has been seen with a simple fly experiment. So the scientist had a jar, and it was a bunch of gnats in there or something. He closed the lid off. After a while, I don't remember how long. I don't I don't know if it's it, but after a while, he removed the lid, and the gnats didn't never come out of the surface because they tried for so long in the amount of time. It could have been like a minute. But they tried to go up for so long consistently that after a while they just realized, oh, that's the limit. You can't go no further than here anyway. So when he removed the lid and it was free after that, they just stayed in there. That's psychological. That's telling you, once you tell your mind and convince your mind something, now you can be manipulated. And all of these tactics, these manipulative tactics come to me naturally. I have an eye for something. The same way this doctor had an eye to use her training in like technology and cellular phones and satellites and lasers and all these things. And she thought differently. She was an independent thinker. She was no longer asking the world or man to give her, to lead her, to give her knowledge. She chose to have independent thought and seek God for the answer. Seek the answer through herself, through her own um, universe of, of knowledge that God Ben gave us. This is what I'm saying. We all are called. We all are chosen. We all have this. It's about being able to have enough understanding and enough awareness and self-worth and esteem to understand that you can get into your bag as well. And I'm not saying money in the sense, it's just the understanding like you can get into your, who you called to be so you can be empowered. So you can feel confident in knowing that even though you may not be rich at the moment, I'm not rich. I'm, <laughs> I'm very far from it, but I'm, I am rich. And only few will understand that. It may sound confusing, but I am rich. I am rich. And sometimes I lose my way. Sometimes I 
uh, you know, feel defeated or feel exhausted or feel frustrated because I'm still battling with the world that's very resistant to God. We're very far from God, this world, even as even Christians, because it's not a lot of times Christian has become worldly. You get what I'm saying? It's become and, and, and this, this is not to talk down on any religion. Because I'm more active as a Christian than any other religion. But what I'm saying is to, is to say that we're all humans and sometimes it's easy to get sucked into the world because it outweighs in, in human form, physically, the darkness outweighs the light a lot of times. What well, we're surrounded with because we're surrounded with struggle and sadness and depression and, and poverty and sickness. And so those things breed vulnerability for negativity to seep into our, our cells, you know? But the more and more you realize, you can just demolish all of that with the awareness of God, the connection of God consciousness. The healing can just, I can't even think of the word, but just like explode through your body and, and heal, heal you. And and God is giving us ways to do that in a worldly way. He's giving us answers little by little. But I honestly feel like it's been held back for so long because he sees how people have been using the knowledge. It's just so easy to get into greed and want to capitalize and want to sell off this knowledge, sell off that knowledge because you've struggled so long, and so it's like you feel like this is a big break, but like the doctor who invented this, you know, revolutionary technology, she's choosing to go the hard way to maintain her essence, to maintain the integrity, so that this is not ex- once again just used to exploit and set us back because you got companies like the Susan Susan G um I can't think of it but the, the other cancer um fundraisers and it's like she made a valid point how long they've been raising money and coming from a person who actually worked in an experience that proved to be fraudulent and just not what I felt like it was with integrity. There are a lot of people out there who just take advantage of people's hearts and just take money and and it's not going to where you think it's going. So pick whose side you're going to be on. You may feel like that other side winning now. But I'm telling you, they're not going to win. As always, keep God first. Peace, love, light, and healing energies. Be open to receiving them. I love you guys. Peace out. You know, a lot of us, especially in the black community, we're being like, I feel like kind of programmed to distance ourselves. Like, this is this is what you have to understand. White people have been understanding spiritual awakenings long before we have. They've marginalized us within the spiritual healing intervention community. So 
now that we're awakening in mass amounts, they're seeping into our 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 world. And they're bringing a lot of toxicity with them. Like, they're bringing a lot of the monster mentality. Kind of why I prefer black therapists. It's, it's the same idea. You don't understand. You don't get to understand for the for the benefit of your own gain. Like, you don't get to profit or financially prosper from helping heal people that you, your ancestors hurt. I'm sorry. Like, you got to pick another lane. Just just pick another lane. Like, that's just my opinion. I'm sorry. It's a, it's a strong, hard opinion. But it just, it is. And, but what I was getting to is that, you know, so they understand the, the stages of spiritual awakenings. The general stages, you know, every, everybody's different. But they, a lot of the spirituality, the healing community is being infiltrated, is being, like, manipulated because they understand you already are going to be awakening a lot of these dark, dense energies of, you know, paranoia, skepticism, um, like just a lot of the constructs that we carry in our mind. They understand we're going to be awakening them. So when you start saying stuff like, oh, uh, if this person's like this, they're codependent, they're toxic, they're this. When you start adding labels and psychological uh, diagnosis and terms to personality traits and um wounded mindsets that we have never been privy to understanding and then you tell a person if you see that you go the other way you don't associate with you just cut it off that could be your mom that could be your daughter that could be your son that could be your granny they can all get it if i'm all what does that do to us as a community it sounds a lot like a divide and conquer tactic if you ask me it's not bringing us together that's not healing. That's not counterproductive of healing. That's counterproductive of healing. And that's the same thing that's targeting the black dynamic between men and women. Um, you know men carry a lot of wounds when it comes to women. And you know women carry a lot of wounds when it comes to men. So instead of helping them work through the traumas they've faced and work through the traumas that really was at the main root at the hands of oppression, racism, and white supremacy, not each other, you use their wounds to pit them against each other. And so this is why, yes, I do understand that there are toxicities within us as black people. But what I don't what I do want you to understand is have a level of grace and compassion and overstanding of a person being ignorant to it as well. So when you educate a person and when you start being able to be the real thing is us not being comfortable, being vulnerable enough to express how we feel or how a person is making us feel. So that's to me is one of the first steps that we have to get through is healing is being able to take accountability in our in the own ways we've allowed people to do stuff to us, but more so in the accountability that, you know, this world has not given to why this energy is within us, why there's a, that position, that those spirits within us um, and how they got there in the first place. So, giving a person the opportunity to take accountability and then giving them the space and the time to do that. Now that doesn't mean you can't love a person from a distance, but that doesn't mean cut them off cold turkey and never speak to them again and ghost them and this and this and this and this and that. All these things that are doing that are destroying our community and making us putting this dark shadow in a negative aspect over us as a whole. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
understanding that because we believe it. I don't care how woke, how spiritual is. Everybody has some kind of wounded or toxic trait within them that they are healing. But the conscious awareness is where it's, where it's at. Because <clears throat> when you're aware, you can acknowledge and take accountability. Now it's like this. As long as you're ignorant, you get a pass. But once I tell you what you're doing to me and you continue to do it repeatedly, then now it's up to me to give myself the time and space. And a lot of times if you do that first before you give the opportunity to let them repeatedly hurt you and where you totally and permanently damage and destroy their relationship, it gives them opportunity to really have that breakdown and get that breakthrough to see that, okay, okay, this is her work. We have to start to see the God in each other, in our children, in our spouses. And once you see that, you inadvertently don't want to treat them that way. You just naturally don't want to hurt a person you know God put on this earth with a, with extreme worth and value. God is love. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I have a big issue with a lot of the spirituality um, and the healing um, and, the, and the counseling and therapy and psychology that's going into our healing. Just like we need our own doctors, our own scientists and researchers, because nothing has ever been designed to help us. It has all been designed to exploit, manipulate, and abuse us. So all of a sudden, y'all want to jump on the bandwagon because black is becoming what it's always been destined to be, which is excellent. The pioneers, the power force driving this whole freaking economic system and everything else in this path. You don't get to. Until you've shown me you are a full-blown ally, you've put in some serious work. And you're putting back and you're giving back. You don't get to capitalize off of it. You don't get to tell me what's toxic, what's a toxic trait without giving me. I heard um, Chakabars, he did say something. I hope I say his name right. I never really heard him say it, but that's his IG um, thing. But he said, don't. When you spit in the word of power, I'm paraphrasing, so it may not be worth word. Don't half it. You double it. So basically, like, don't give half of the information. You can't say a person is this and that codependent. Really, they've only been helping you because of this. Really, they narcissistic. Really, they toxic. That's that's a manipulative trait. That's just, just you saying all these things that you know innately sometimes. Not in not innately. I only want to take the back. That you know a lot of times. The wounded mindset, not just black though, but we speaking on black community. A lot of times you will see in our communities because of the environments that we've had to adapt to. So you point out all these things to shift our mindset and shadow how we see ourselves. Once again, perpetuating self-hate and how we see our people. Tell me that ain't counterproductive. Tell me that ain't just going right back into the circle we just got into. And and I'm noticing that pattern. Like I said, the oppressive energy will go back to the drawing board and try to bring you right back to where you started when you're trying to heal. Breaking the chains and breaking the generational curses requires you breaking the cycle of relying on that oppressive spirit and the people of whites who care white supremacy mindset to stop getting into your community, to stop getting into your business. Just be aware. And be able to use that spirit of discernment to notice that. 
That's all. Keep God first. Peace, love, light, and healing energies. Be open to receiving them. I love you guys. Peace out.